welcome back to Date Car Pod. I'm Jenna, and y'all, we did it. We made it to the finale of The Golden Bachelor. Like, I, I, from the beginning to where I am now, I am a different person. I have been changed through and through in my soul. And I'm not sure for the better, to be honest. Like, it, I, we'll see, we'll see. But I'm so excited to talk about it, and I'm doubly excited to talk with my guest this week somebody i have uh loved and have been such a fan of for years because they're on one of my favorite podcasts that i've i've listened to for years and years and i'm so excited they're here please welcome to the podcast natalie franklin one half of say bible podcast Woo! thank you thank you thank you <laughs> introduction thank you i only i didn't even say like you're also the author behind nori's black book which is such a great uh instagram if you're not following it already like whether you love the kardashians or you hate the kardashians both of these things say bible podcast and nori's black book are just so funny (laughs) (laughs) thank you yeah i try trying to be creative in this crazy world we're living in but i love that you let me come on your podcast to talk about non-kardashian related stuff that really feeds my soul like this is my fucking sweet spot so thank you oh my <laughs> definitely thank you i i'm just like honored to, to chat with you because people know i've probably talked about before say bible is it's such a niche podcast like you and i were just it talking is. about this like if you haven't been listening from the beginning then uh, i feel bad for you but i have i have great memories and you and kathleen are like you guys inspired me a little bit to have this podcast oh, because great. i was like if these two dumb bitches can talk about whatever they want then i can do that <laughs> yeah just turn the mic on like it does and because i started it when i moved back home to sacramento I had nothing to do and that really was like whatever so it's a passion project for sure we're not here like call her fucking daddy and making millions and you know getting stoss to talk about her bullshit on you know what i mean it's and i think you need passion projects you know what i mean yes absolutely um but i've been listening to this season and you and kathleen have been talking about the golden bachelor a lot and i loved hearing your opinions on it and i love that you actually mentioned like you used to watch the bachelor and then you kind of stopped and so like i wanted to hear kind of where you're like how long were you a watcher of the bachelor and then like why'd you stop and then now you watch the golden bachelor and you were hooked yeah the the bachelor and bachelorette whatever bachelor bachelor nation but the thing is for me at my attention span isn't that long and the episodes are so long, even if you DVR them. And so that kind of helped me fall off. Like I would watch and then I'd be like, oh, I'm, I'm getting fatigued, I guess you mm-hmm. can say it. But I'm a weirdo in a sense. I read about shows, even if I don't watch anymore, I'll still read about it. So I know what's going on in the Bachelor world. And like Claire was from Sacramento. So that was like a big deal. And like yes. my friend and her mom saw her at Victoria's Secret once. And it was like a thing. But um. Yeah, but I liked the batch, the Golden Bachelor kept my attention because it was always just one hour. Mm-hmm. Like it was a nice, I, I kind of argued though towards the middle of the season, I was like, it's kind of going by too fast. At one point I was kind of like, all right, there's no substance here. But I did appreciate that they, I guess their audience was older people. <laughs> That's who they kept in mind. They got to get to bed. So let's keep this an hour. But like hour and a half might be good, but I just feel like a two hour episode every 
episode was so much and especially when i would get behind on the show in my dvr mm-hmm. i'd be like fuck i've got like four hours and it's only two episodes so it's kind of how i fell off but i still always kind of like checked in you know mm-hmm. i like the first impression nights mm-hmm. it's always like the craziest like someone's got to get drunk or act stupid or something like that oh totally and then like as it gets to like the fantasy sweets week and then the finales yeah. are always dramatic and it's like yeah. that middle time it's like those episodes should be an hour right from like week two right. to six <laughs> and then when we're more invested then yeah we can do like a two hour but like at some point, I'm like, God, I can't watch it. But I do like The Bachelor. I love how they always have, can I steal you? Can I steal him? Can I? I love that. I love that there's always the personality. Mm-hmm. Like someone, the producer, you know, the producer, sorry, she cannot go home yet. Like, keep her on just a little more. I did like, and I think Ben was the episode, Ben was the season where they threw this rule out the window where he just was telling everybody he loved them. Mm-hmm. I remember being so fucking just irritated by that. Like, mm-hmm. why are you telling these? And then Gary pulls the same shit. And I just was like, has he learned nothing? No, it's so funny. You and I are so like, because I was like, when that happened, I was like, oh my God, it's Ben again. Like it's, and I tried to give him such the benefit of the doubt back then. Uh, just a couple weeks ago but now I'm like well right Ben knows what I mean Ben Gary <laughs> knew what to do to get the cookie if you will he's oh like I love you <laughs> I, I I really love you, you know how he talks like oh god and then the Aaron when Aaron Rodgers brother was on so that was the season right after Ben I when he got out of the fucking car I was like she's going to choose him like I tweeted that I'm like this is the guy like she immediately looked at him and was like this is my man the fact that that made they and that's probably when I fell off because I'm like I can't sit through a whole season when I know for <laughs> she is going to pick this man he's good looking he's charming he's nice like nobody has a chance on this show why are we acting like this is such a hard decision so yeah it's just the length of the episode not really the content but um, I will say Nick Vile is he from The Bachelor too, right? Shut the fuck up, yeah. His <sighs> rebrand, the rebrand he's been trying to do, and I guess maybe because I watched him on Bachelor, so I don't really, I can't really get into this new him that's giving all this advice to love is blind people. <laughs> like, have you seen him like interviewing the people from Love is like, like so? Tell me, wow, that must be, you were on The Bachelor, like you're not above these people i want you to know that you just conveniently was on abc but like you're in the same fucking boat stop trying to lecture them natalie you don't know this but the listeners here right now are just dying because like him and i are like i he's like my mortal enemy i have like <laughs> i have like a literal like unhinged obsession with him like in a negative way like i can't yeah. like it's like bad so like everything he does i like constantly am like roasting him because he's like He's like my white whale. And uh, yeah, it's so funny to me because like when he started to pivot, or he'd been pivoting for a while, but then now that he's yeah. like successfully doing LIB shit and all these other things, there are people from that fandom who I've seen in Reddits being like, who the fuck is this piece of shit? And I'm like, girl, <laughs> you don't know. How much time do you have? The shit he's put women through and now he's like, like he even interviewed, and I don't watch any of his shit, by the way. Yeah. I just see like see maybe clips. in my feed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Angela Black China. And I was like, what are we kidding me right now with this? Like, shout out to his booking. They give him decent guests. Like, I think Raven Simone was even on an episode. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Who, like, I have no idea how this happened. It feeds his ego way too much and it makes me sick. It is. It, it does. Sick. 
I'm fucking sick. He is like the relationship guru now. And I'm like. And listen, here's what I think about that. I'm like, okay, so one, you were like failed four times on the show. And then right. now you're dating, uh, you start dating her when she was 21. That doesn't, that's like not a brag. I'm like, how are you saying like you're any qualified to give relationship advice? That's not a brag. You are a pedophile. Not a flex at all. Like you've been unsuccessful on television dating shows and now you're dating this child. So it's just very interesting to see where bachelor nation people fall like where they go like even i'm gonna uh, rachel yeah like she's got a whole media career now and just very outspoken good for her and then i think the other girls another girl's on dancing with the stars yeah yeah, yeah. kb caitlin brista she has a even though i think that's entire because of the strike it's the only reason she probably got asked yeah, so true. <laughs> so real. So real. Yeah. Uh, Gary will be on next season. Oh my god. That was the thing. Is like, is that what the special surprise is gonna be? No. Okay. Oh um, yeah, we'll get into what the fucking special surprise is, and it was unhinged. Yeah, I mean truly it's like one of the craziest like finales we've ever seen. So like this yeah. this season has been so wild because it was like kind of like unknown in a lot of ways. Like we've been watching it forever, and so we know the game, we know the situation for most of these things, but yet like it felt so like new and different in so many ways because like they were all so awkward and they're they are like but awkward but like authentic and like you know yeah we were crying a lot of the times like i genuinely was like oh my god like loving this man and then to have the finale be almost like identical to like another season where like there's just like a lead who's doing all of these mistakes it was so jarring however i was like the one thing that i really loved about kind of how it all went down last night was the way that it was just so dramatic to me it was the way he did end up breaking up with leslie and i thought in a way it was really like gentle because i mean the lead up to it was fucked and we'll get into that but like it because he didn't force her to go to the end you know yeah 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 and i think we saw a lot of that with gary throughout the season there was a lot of just and it's not really gary let's be honest the women and i think yes a testament to their wisdom i'm not gonna say age but their wisdom when they like and i think the older you get the more you're like let's cut the bullshit and because i think a younger woman you know the 20s and 30s they'd have been like i don't something's weird but i'm still gonna go to the finale and get dressed and yada 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 versus leslie was like what the fuck is going on like like and we saw that with a couple women that just literally just came to gary and was like hey you're not into this so i'm gonna go ahead and pack my bags yeah i'm gonna go yeah um and yeah so like you know you and i were talking before we hit record is so you know during like the fantasy suites episode we're getting all this shit of like him um saying how much he's thinking about Leslie and but then he's going to go hang out with Teresa and he's like we're we were getting all this like stuff like oh it's clearly going to be Leslie and then you know this episode it just starts to switch and we get the the family date goes really great and he's really starting to like share how much he's actually really into Teresa and then we get this awkwardness with like Leslie and like what do you think happened so before the Leslie thing, I want to also note too, to add to your fabulous notes, he told Leslie she was the one. Right? Like, let's be fucking clear. It wasn't even like, 
I love you now on this show. I was like, whatever. He was like, you're the one. He went out with Teresa and was like, I like Teresa, but I'm also wondering what is Leslie doing? Like he was, like you said, Leslie, 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 Leslie. And they're like propelling down rocks. But anyway, um, so in this episode, the finale, something switched. And he even said after he spent the night with Teresa, which by the way, the fact that he spent the whole time thinking about Leslie, Leslie, and still invited Teresa to like a fantasy night or whatever you call it. I was like, okay. After that night, all of a sudden he's team fucking Teresa. And I think she gave him the blow job of his life <laughs> or at least like let him do anal or do something he wasn't able to do. <laughs> What's his deceased wife's name? Tony. Tony, something Tony would never have done. Maybe even said, what do you feel about a threesome, Gary? Let's, ah! let's call Leslie over here. No, I'm just kidding. But there's yeah. something that happened in that bedroom. And I think sexually that he was like, well, you know what? Because him and Le- him and Leslie might have not had sex. It sounded like they did a lot of talking. Because mm-hmm. they yeah. both kept saying, oh, we had this great talk. I think Teresa got in there. And because Teresa was thirsty. This whole season, she was putting it on thick. Like, even when the kids were like, what if he proposes to you? She's like, I'd say yes. I'd say yes. Whereas Leslie was like, well, I've never been married a long term. And, yeah. you know, commitment kind of scares me. We talked it out. And now I'm here. Like, she talked about her process so true Teresa was like I will marry that fucking man right now no and right it's true because like even halfway through the season I thought Leslie was gonna sorry I thought that Teresa was gonna go because she was so thirsty like yeah. I was like I thought he was gonna be like turned off by it yeah um and so yeah it's all kind of tracking to me and she hadn't hooked up um since her husband had passed away according to her right. so yeah like, <laughs> so yeah she was ready and she was ready this was probably <laughs> packed some like lacy thongs and stuff and was like turning i mean i feel like she went in that bedroom and was like i will come out mrs gary but and that's what happened because they i mean at the finale what did she say she knocked his boots off which is yeah. not a real saying Teresa. but i get it you're trying um, I think she should have said I knocked his boots. I don't know. We knocked boots. Yeah, but I mean, it's uh, Teresa. So. I, by the way, Teresa and Leslie, and I don't know, again, it's hard to talk. I try to be delicate because they're women of certain age, but their fucking hair drew drove me insane this whole season. And it's not just because they were in Costa Rica with the humidity. All season. Like, Teresa never had a part. It was always like just this and then a random swoop here and then yeah I was like so excited to see them at the finale night I'm like let's see when they get like a real hairstylist and they smooth the hair out it was they both look great but like I, I'm so distracted specifically by Teresa Leslie's hair was a problem too it was very like yeah there was like a lot of humidity yeah, so yeah, it, was, it was the whole thing I was like is there a hairbrush on set Ah. No, ever since uh susan got kicked off the hairdresser they couldn't <laughs> no one could do their jenner? hair anymore yeah chris ever, jenner <laughs> ever since chris jenner wasn't doing everybody's hair and oh, anymore so and by the way she looked so good in the audience like her her glow up was also all of the ladies in the audience they had all had their hair done again and they all looked so good uh and, and i was ugh. They were giving on the reactions. <gasps> oh my God. Crying. And like when Gary had said something about like, and you deserve that. And I saw Chris Jenner in the back just being like, what the fuck? Like disgusted. And they're going to be on the um, new, be- 
excuse me, the new bachelor giving advice. I saw, I was, I think, oh, sent me to the moon. I'm so excited. Which kind of to our point about Nick, like how are they giving advice? But okay. <laughs> uh, what not to do, I suppose. Uh, so then, uh, yeah. So yeah, I just kind of like deteriorated from that. And like when he was with Leslie and after the family date went like well or whatever, yeah. the way they were sitting outside and he's like, okay, so um we're we're good right like i i'll see you tonight <laughs> are you he literally said he's like so are you ready to go are you ready to go? it was so awkward that she i mean how could she not notice right he was almost like surprised that she he picked up she could pick up on his energy and his like awkwardness he was just like yeah so last date tonight huh <laughs> You have a good time with my my kids and stuff. Yeah. Well, see you soon. <laughs> there was one part where uh, I don't I can't I don't think it's when they were on the bench. I think it's when they went back to her room and it really got obvious when he said to her, "I see the tears," and she's like, "Yeah, because I don't know what's going on, and I I'm old enough to know." She's old. She's seen it enough to know because she's old enough and wise enough to know when a man is not into her when he's about to break things off, which is sad. I feel bad for her on that. But she was like, oh, I know what the fuck. And to her point, yeah, I'd be confused, too. You just told me I was the one. Mm -hmm. Literally told me I was the one. You have one night with Teresa and now it's like you don't fucking know me. Giving me high fives and shit. It's really it was so crazy because we don't normally see it that drastically on the main yes. season we can infer that that's kind of what happens sometimes we're like yeah. oh okay yeah the 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 nighttime change things or whatever and you see them sometimes trying to disengage a little bit yeah and uh and then it's just like it's painful and that is always like the drama and i love it but it's like he did not know how to do that and like I guess that's like cool. Like, I mean, you don't want to be, I don't know. It's, it's not manipulative though. It's not really manipulative to like, when you realize you want to break up with somebody, you do need to start like pulling it back. And that's just like a hard thing to do. You yeah. know, I get it. But like, according to this expose that came out, he's never been good at disengaging from situations because he told that woman to get out of his house while she had a broken foot. So get out of my house. Um, it's like, it's like, okay, buddy. Um, he had the audacity to when he was there on the bench and he was like, okay, I'm going to go now. Like this is done. Uh, yeah. Then he was like, give me a fat hug. And I said, sir, not with the way that you fashion. <laughs> yeah. It, it just, just poor wording. Just say, give me a hug. And the, give me a hug thing. That also, if I were felt feels belittling when you were just tugging me down yeah. yesterday and now it's give me a hug. And I think Gary bless his heart, you know, Nobody really knows. And I don't think he watched a lot of Bachelor. So it's not like he knows how this really goes. And I think he was probably feeling fatigued and was like, all right, this is finally over. I don't need to. I'm not going to say pretend to like Leslie, but I don't have to like go as hard because I have I get to make a decision mm -hmm. tomorrow and I know the decision. So why am I even mm -hmm. <laughs> why am I talking to you? Mm -hmm. But I just think I like your point of how quickly it turned around. It didn't even seem like he had needed to process anything. Most most contestants or people are like, man, I thought I was so sure about Leslie, but I had such an amazing night with Teresa. I really sincerely don't know what I'm going to do. 
this man woke up with his like dick freshly sucked and was like decision made like it's clear the winner i know what what i'm gonna do and then he proceeded to do it and i i was like we were just shocked watching like it was so i had never seen something like that where they're like it's getting awkward it's getting awkward it's getting awkward and then he just she just kind of looks at him and then it out of nowhere he looks at her and it's just like (laughs) yeah he just like says the word yes out of nowhere and i'm like yes to what gary but like we understood what it was because anyone who's ever been in that situation knows exactly what was happening she was looking at him like this is ending right like you're leaving me and then he's like yes and i was like holy shit and then he, he, I think that's the first, is that the first time he leaves and goes cries on the steps? Yeah, and then comes back. And, then and like, she goes, she's like, do you have anything to say to me? And he says yes. no. And I will say to his like credit is that they don't want them to do this. Yes. And he was probably instructed to be like, I, uh, like, I can't say anything. Yeah. They're like, do not go in there. But it's, I, I love that you brought that up. Cause I, I noticed that too. When she's like, do you have anything to say? I said, oh, this bitch knows. This bitch is like, tell me right now. What do you have to say? And usually, again, Gary's different. Usually they would be like, okay, yeah, I had a great night and I I told you you were the one, but I am struggling. Gary's like, nope, have a good night. Then like feels bad all of a sudden, cries on the steps, like I got to go back in there. And that's when I think the producers should have stepped in. I should, I think they should have been like, no, we will see her at the rose ceremony and let us have that dramatic thing there. But I don't know. They let Gary have a lot of rope this season. Like he just was out there like giving roses away and being okay with people leaving. And I, it's it crazy that she self-eliminated pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I think that's like kind of, I don't know, it's the most dramatic season ever, like in that yeah. sense. And so I think that, you know, they wouldn't have wanted him to do it, but then they were kind of like, actually maybe go in there and fucking do it, dude. We'll see what right. happens. Well, this is the golden bachelor. Yeah. So just do and- your thing. And thank God they did, because then we get all these amazing things from Leslie. She literally goes off. She's like, she's like, so everything you said to me the other day was a fucking lie. And he's like, (laughs) no. She's like, it was a lie. I meant it at the time. I was like, ooh, Gary is really good at lying to women, because that's a like grade A gaslighting sentence. Well, at the time, I meant it. Well, let's talk about what happened in the last mm, 12 hours. Gary and I loved how Gary was like I keep telling her not to feel bad or and she was like with all due respect fuck you I can feel how I want to feel and I loved how the whole audience clapped and cheered for her and I just start laughing because I'm thinking about Gary's like daughter and granddaughter sitting there (laughs) while the whole crowd is cheering against your fuck boy grandpa <laughs> and you have to sit there and watch. Oh my god! I didn't even think about that. They're like, "Yeah, Leslie, tell him off." And they're like, "That's my dad." She's like, "I had a sixty thousand dollar dress." Hey girl, like, you didn't pay for it. <laughs> but that's when she got a little bit too much. I'm like, "Girl, that was being provided by ABC, yeah. and you're dumb as hell because you should have went with it and took that dress home." Mm. Um. But yeah, I, I loved how Leslie used her time to say what she, she's like, I don't need, I'm not going to go to the after show. I'm going to tell you right fucking now that you are a piece of shit for leading me on. But on the flip side, and I think you kind of touched on this earlier, that is kind of the name of the game. Yeah. I think it's upsetting, but I don't think Leslie has the right to be that mad because 
that's the risk you run when you're on a freaking dating show. Yeah. And he did technically do the nicer thing in this moment. Yeah. Um, and she does like thank him for it, but of course she's thanking him with like anger, which is like fine. <laughs> That's her right. But um, no, I agree. It's like this is what you signed up for. And like maybe she didn't realize that, maybe she didn't watch that many episodes or whatever, but it is the fucking is what is happening. And- yeah, I yeah, she can be upset and I I totally got her frustration because again, the rug was kind of pulled from underneath her. Like she said she was like planning to take him to restaurants and whatever the fuck she had planned but that's the risk although i will be i'll say too i was surprised that they didn't announce her as the next golden bachelorette i did see the commercial for like apply you can apply to be it but i was surprised they weren't like leslie's gonna be our next golden bachelorette you know what i mean well because they had to do something else um but i they did give her they did give her like the edit like when she was later on on the couch or whatever um in the after show like it was like the most like that i don't know what's a sports term the layup was like perfect like she just was like let me go ahead and provide you my application for Golden Bachelorette. Like, yeah, yeah. I've never um, chosen. I never chosen. So, okay, girl, do you want to be the chooser? Ah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've never chosen. And, <sighs> and she gave Gary that hug. And they, Gary just does so much talking. And in that moment, too, he just was just rambling. And then she was like, I know I'm going to find someone. Yeah, you, you're going to find someone. You do deserve, like, Gary, shut the hell up and just, you broke this poor woman's heart just let her talk and then we'll bring out your little thirst bucket teresa but like let her have her moment please and i missed this last night but when i was re-watching some clips i saw uh he's trying to like you know he's like it was really hard to you know let go of anyone like it was hard to let go of you it was hard to let go of the women before you you know like faith and some of or he's like faith in the other women faith more more and Ellen, the other woman, yeah. was there and she literally was like, the fuck? <laughs> because he literally was like, no, it was like really hard to let Faith go. But no, not- <laughs> you think your break was hard? I had to let Faith go. Like, I'm the victim here. Like, <laughs> I had to let Faith go. What about me? Like, we're talking about you? Oh, Listen, God. Faith broke me. That oh. shit broke me. Oh my god. And Ellen's like, uh, okay. <laughs> and then the, uh, the Zip It lady was in the audience just yeah. fucking stunned the whole show. Just stunned. She's like, Jer- Gary, zip it. Zip it. Zip you it. And Teresa, zip it, please. One more final thing he says with to Leslie that was, I just was like, this man. Oh my god. <laughs> He's like, uh, you know, she's like, what, what went wrong? Leslie, yes. nothing, Leslie, nothing went wrong. It's just that it was better. <laughs> oh my god. Even better than that. He says nothing went wrong. It was just with Teresa, it was right. And I'm like, uh, so something went wrong if that's right. Like Gary's cut the bullshit. I wish Gary would just tell her. And I don't think he'd be a bad guy if he was like, you know what? I just realized dot, dot, dot. Now, obviously, we think it's sexual, but he can make something up. Like, you know what? After my family, the meeting, we were talking about how you were very um, apprehensive about commitment. Because I thought that's what he was going to use. I thought he was going to say, oh, you know, Teresa's all in 
And that gives me some more reassurance. Whereas you, I kind of had to convince you that, listen. I would love that. Every season they give it, they give this answer. They say, it's not, nothing wrong. I just had a little bit of a deeper connection with somebody else. And like, that's better. Like that's yeah. gentle. And that's like, good. Yeah. I would love them to give the answer that we're all seeing. Right. Not yeah. the sex one, maybe. Cause that's like, whatever that we're, you and I are yeah. like speculating on, but yeah, the other one is a very probably viable or like likely option. And like, but that would hurt. I mean, it would hurt. Cause you're, you're sitting there and you're here. Oh, I didn't choose you because you didn't do enough. Like you didn't prove yeah. that you were willing to do it all for me. Yeah. And that would also hurt, but man, would that be honest? And it'd be so dramatic. But what he did instead was just like insane, mean, just like he just, he tried to say the nice route, but he just said it so badly. Still, right. Just duck, almost unconsciously doubling down that she was not the, actually you're not the one. Yeah. It's not that you're not the one. It's just that Teresa was the one. Yeah. Oh, okay and it was better and right <laughs> it's better and right and <sighs> yada 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 again yeah I, you're a good point like i don't know think it was necessarily like like it was like intentional it's just like he doesn't understand how that like and of course he's a fucking boomer yeah he's a boomer he's a white male boomer for god fucking sakes he's not gonna be like i was wrong although the drama came when he was like this is the second worst day first, you know, to my wife dying. I'm like, all right, it's not that big of a deal, Gary. But okay. that was a good, that, they loved that clip though. Oh, they, they were... fucking <laughs> ran that clip in the ground. That was in the previews for this, before this even started. <laughs> that was so good. Like, yes, that's what we needed, Gary. <sighs> so um, he chooses Teresa um, and romantic little you know proposal he does do a really um huge pause the longest pause <laughs> ever ever uh you're i've realized that uh you're not the one that i want to live with and she's like oh okay okay yeah okay you're the one i can't live without it's like oh god damn it <laughs> it was the fucking beyonce mute challenge with gary like what the fuck gary like get your timing together like get some cadence who takes that long oh my god it's they like he was counting in his head to 10 or something and then yeah. he was like you're the one i can't live without they like, like it when he they do that but i think he just like took it so literal like the producers uh -oh. told me to pause so i <laughs> i like producers told me to count to eight in my head so that's what it did and he was doing like old school like eight one mississippi two mississippi Versus Teresa's like ugh, the unspeakable things I let you do to me, and now like, like <laughs> probably in her head was thinking like, if you, not since my dead husband have I given a blowjob, and you, that's what you, and then she's like, oh thank God, thank God, oh God, yeah, and um, there you go. I mean, they come out, it's cute. It's so hard because like I, it, oh my God. The stuff that came out this week, just like at first, at first part, I was like, I don't really care because I'm not surprised. Yeah. And um, it almost feels like validating, you know, I'm like, okay, like, <laughs> you know, like we were sitting here all season being like this man, we've never seen a man like this before. Uh, he's so perfect. Like I was, I've been on this shit of just like, oh my God. And 
you know, you find out the last second that he's just like whatever other guy. Like, is he, is he the worst person ever? No. Has he done even worse than like some of the other people on the show? No. But it did like really, it was such a whiplash because okay. I was so excited to have this finale where I was probably going to cry my eyes out and be so happy that these people got proposed to. Because I used to cry at the proposals forever ago. I haven't cried in a long time. I cried with Charity and Dalton, which was the last Bachelorette. Mm -hmm. And uh, but other than that, I really haven't because I just haven't believed it enough or like there's just yeah. too much shit going on there's just usually a racism scandal happening right and uh so i was i so i think i'm like more mad i'm the, the part that i'm the most mad about is i was i'm the victim because <laughs> i didn't get to cry at this proposal which would have made me probably cry yeah i don't know if you would have still cried for teresa maybe if it was leslie because again, Teresa was just thirsty the whole season that it just was like, oh, girl. Yeah. Um, and I don't think him, her and Gary really shared that many special moments, to be very honest. They wouldn't like got ice cream soda together and mm -hmm. saw a flash mob. Like they didn't really do anything where I was like, oh, this is sweet. But I think the stuff going out, I'm like you, I didn't want to read too much of it because part of me was like, he's a man. I'm not going to sit here and read how another boomer male has been terrible. But I think for me, what was a little bit like, oh, shit, like you said, the whiplashes, ABC tried to position him as some like poor old man who lost his wife and he's so lonely and he's just the sweetest thing ever like that was why it was so like oh you told someone like to get out of your house or you broke up with someone because they were fat like that's why it was weird because they just kept and even the ladies he's such a great guy how many times have you hear that this is you got he's such a great guy like because ah. he was really charming like he was charming and i i've been saying this whole season like how it was actually make and it's kind of happened because I was like I am really nervous for the end because yeah. he is making every single woman like fall in love with him. Yeah. Ellen was doing it, fucking Teresa, Leslie, um, like literally every woman. Like and it's even the ones that were like you were like oh he's not gonna pick Susan right, but like yeah. even they were she was kind of like oh my god you gave me a rock like he was just <laughs> too he was too like good and it's like oh because he's a fuck boy yeah. and um. And for better or for worse and like again doesn't make him like a piece of shit or anything it's just he's obviously really nice and he's really charming and yeah. he's so engaged and when he's talking to you you're like the only person he's like talking to and so i was so nervous about how it was gonna play out and it played out exactly like it just he he put whether any of that had come out it's like of course this would happen like of course he would tell multiple people that he loved them and then have right. this happen <clears throat> so it did kind of taint it in the end like it was almost like it, yeah and the show did and i do take ombrage to people who were like he lied to us it's like no he never lied because he, and he did interviews off off the show where he's like i've dated before all these things yeah it was the show that lied to us the show positioned him as like this golden boy and i think like with gary being the nice guy he gave everybody a fucking road like Gary went on every date he went on. You're getting a rose. He gave that woman a rose because she missed her daughter's wedding to be there. Instead of thinking that's a red flag. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, that's a red flag, Gary. He's like, here's a rose. But I knew he gave her a rose because I'm like, she's going to get eliminated the next week. So that's probably why he's like, you can take this for now because you're not going to be here next week. But yeah, Gary was the nice guy. ABC pushed the nice guy thing. That's why I said with the show too, they totally gave him the makeover and like the clothes and the hair, 100%. Um, I, but I, 
I still enjoyed it. Even knowing what we know today, I'm still okay with how the season went. Mm-hmm. Like, I still don't feel like bamboozled in that sense. But to your point, I do wish they would, wouldn't have pushed the nice guy shit so much and just like let him be a regular. Like, remember that season with the guy that, um, who turned out to be a complete disaster? He got into like a drunk driving, like, yeah, and Chris Souls. Yeah, like Chris Soul. I didn't like him per se, but they kind of tried to position him as like the good old country boy. You know what I mean? And then yeah. he, every time they try to give The Bachelor a persona, it fucking backfires on them. So they should just like not do yeah. that. And now I know, like, I that's why I don't like any of the leads pretty much for like the last, like, you know, whatever seasons. And like, I would like them and I get into it and I have fun yeah. and I'll even defend them sometimes. i be like, you know, like, I, it's whatevs, you know, but like, it's like a comfortable space for me entering into it, knowing that like, I, like, we, we're being honest with each other, you know, like, we're like, let's be like real. And yeah. this fucking <laughs> did me over. And I, that's me. That's on me. But I mean, it just, I, it's just still wild. Like it, well, it definitely threw me. I want to say besides Gary, yeah, whatever, that's on us. But I will say the women, I enjoyed them more than Gary. That's so true. And I'm really glad you brought that up. I, I need to kind of remind myself of that. It's like, no, the reason yes. I really did love this season, this this thing was the women. And they were yeah. so wonderful. And every they single had a one sisterhood. of them, they did. I loved Kathy and her zippets. Like she, I'm a stan. Like yeah. I know she was the villain, but she was like perfect. She was like a, a soft villain compared to like other shows and other yeah. seasons. They were yeah. just like, oh, okay, you've got a zip it thing, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, and hindsight, Teresa didn't need to zip it. Like it was just like it was so funny. It was the whole zip it episode. And then Teresa gets roast. She's like, Gary came to my room. <laughs> I know you don't want me to talk about anything, but Gary came to my room. Like that type of stuff was funny. I the the Chris Jenner character, she was like the personality. I love how every time someone got eliminated, they were genuinely like sad for them and giving hugs. There wasn't a lot of jealousy. Of course, Zip It had a little bit, and but I just think they were such a unique group of women. Yeah. And it's nice to see people on a dating show that really aren't there for the the fame, the clout of it all. They're just kind of like like they probably don't even have Instagram, you know what I'm saying? Like that was just really refreshing too compared to other shows. So I hope they keep it. Well, they will. It's an apply now. So yeah. Yeah, no, they will for sure. <clears throat> and you're right. And I that was something I, I every week was like, I just loved it. I was like, Yeah, these women are great and they aren't really here for like they aren't here for like the traditional type of influencing. Like, like some if of you them, can you know self-eliminate, you really aren't there for like the the glory of it all. Like the girl that hurt her who like hurt herself but tried to act like she didn't hurt herself during pickleball, and then you see her like come in the room with a boot on and she's like look gary (laughs) you're not into this i'm gonna fucking boot going home oh my god it was so good that's the thing i would love i think this is a record i mean granted it is golden bachelor but this has to be a record of women just dipping because right off top the indian woman didn't even like Mm -hmm. and then that other woman left for her daughter her daughter and then yeah. you had the boot lady mm-hmm. and then leslie it's like four people that were like yeah i'm okay <laughs> especially because they started with less people they only had like 20 normally it's like almost 30 so like yeah that's even a lot for what we had yeah, yeah. it's pretty great i mean and uh you know he sent home a couple people too i mean he did yeah. some, but he was also giving roses out to everybody just it was it was uh it was definitely one to behold and 
um, they, uh, you know, they seem happy and everything, but we find out <clears throat> that they are being gifted a trip to Italy. And then it was disjointedly quickly. Like Gary's like, well, that's great because guess what? We can use it for our honeymoon. And then Teresa looked a little like, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and poorly then, executed. And then Jesse was like, Hey, here's a Canva thing that our intern made. It says it's going to be a live wedding on January 4th. And I said, January 6th? No, okay, January 4th. Okay, <laughs> uh, where were you? And uh, so do you want to hear, like, the gossip? Since you're probably not on, like, the Reddits. And, yes, like, please, the please, please. So to everyone take this with a grain of salt. It's starting to come out. But supposedly for a minute, it's been starting to come out that they're Oh, this is dark shit, guys. This is dark shit, a legend. That there might have been another woman that he was dating this year. What? In Michigan. This year? Yes. And Very in Michigan. Young. And so, and it was probably starting to come out because the other stuff had come out. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've heard in the, in the, I saw on the gossip blogs and the things that so okay it's just it's being insinuated that they really urged them to get married so that we could not have to talk about the that like that is going to be whitewashed away so like if that lady comes forward or anything comes forward it's not going to be important because we're having a live wedding and how dare you bring that up because <laughs> these people are happy that's and in you the are past. just yeah it does in the past and you are trying to ruin this and so again, it's just being insinuated, and I'm First kind of, all, of there that it was that like they're they're doing it to distract because they've never done this. They've never had a live wedding special. Yeah, I was and taken aback. Yeah, and they've never done it so quickly. Why is the rush? I get the he says because they're old and they might fucking die. But like, we all might fucking die. Like, what what's the point? She, and that was and I like how you're talking about how weird the announcement was because Gary was like, we plan on getting married as soon as possible. And I was like, okay, what like who gives a shit? Like, what's he talking about? And then to your point, the host was like, live wedding, January 4th. And I'm like, wait, that's in a couple weeks, like right after the holiday. Like, what are we talking about? But I want to say to everything you said, that's scandalous, like the fact that he was dating someone. But the Teresa won't give a fuck. That's what's crazy about it. Like, Teresa's like, this is my man. I don't care. <laughs> like, Teresa will not care. She is so ready to marry Gary. It's kind of scary. But man, that rhymed. All of that rhymed, oh, by it the did. way. <laughs> oh, it did. I'm a poet. I didn't know it. But the fact that he was involved, I mean, God, Grandpa Fuckboy, like you said, like, it's so very love is blind, right? You always find someone love is blind, like had a girlfriend or wasn't a relationship before they came. But I will say what kind of like what kind of cooperates this rumor is that so the Hollywood Reporter uh, article came out two days ago. Mm -hmm. That same day, a People magazine article came out from ABC from Gary. Yeah. And it was uh, very strategic about like right away being like, you know, I'm really excited about the finale. Uh, they're like interviewing him, you know, and oh yeah, I dated, you know, between when Tony and the show, um, some right away, it is that some closer, he didn't say right away, some closer to the death 
which was that woman that we all like whatever uh mm -hmm. it's some some more recent but you know it all was part of the journey and i went to grief therapy eventually and now i'm more ready and then later on in the article he very just quickly casually is talking about his dating experience he's like yeah and then there was this woman from michigan and we ended up just deciding that we're better as friends and it's all good why did he mention that yeah that's that's such a good point he got the heads up and they're like look this is what you need to do so when she comes out she looks fucking nuts she looks crazy we can discredit her with this one sentence Isn't oh, that okay. so if it's true that's wild that is wild <clears throat> you know who knows live wedding sounds insane i'll watch of course <laughs> but I, <laughs> i'm like abc why are we doing this why but now we know why yeah but to your point, I think you're right. Teresa doesn't, she might not care. And um, I guess that makes me happy. Like, I mean, like, I want them to be happy. I guess I want them to be happy. So like, yay. I want the, I want it to be real. Let me put it that way. Because I, know, I, just, too. I mean, you made the point earlier by saying we don't really get with losing time with it just being an hour. We don't really get in depth. I didn't see again from Teresa. And even Leslie, we saw moments in Costa Rica, obviously, like, you're the one, I love you. But we didn't see a lot of getting to know each other, in-depth conversations about, like, life, living situations, where do you want to live? I don't know. But um, do you like to travel? Like, I don't know shit about Gary. So, <laughs> so I don't know. No. Did you I know, mean, they get divorced. Oh, my God. Well, yeah. And that was the thing is, like... It was so shocking when he finally asked Teresa what she did for her work. <laughs> yeah. To your point, like yeah. it was a fantasy suite and he's like, oh, by the way, what's your job? I was like, oh, hey, before we bone, uh, what do you do for a living? <laughs> so, yeah, it's like it's kind of hard. But, I mean, that's the show we watch and they don't even, you know, I feel like weirdly enough, we knew more about them in the hours that we got than the two hours we get on the main seasons, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Because a lot of that's always just like, I like family. I like yeah. my dog. I like church. And you're like, oh, great. I know nothing. Or so. them telling, or them just agreeing with the other person, right? Oh, I love, oh, I love sports. Yeah, I like to surf. I surf too. Like, this is crazy. You, know? you want a big family? I want a big family. I want a big family. This wow. is nuts. What are the God. chances? Your privileged parents are still married. My privileged parents are still married. I love the ones where they always ask, when do you want kids? Right away. Oh, I want a family, right? Oh, wait. So I've got to get started right now. Yeah. It's like a 24 year old, and she's like, I've <laughs> waited my whole life for a love like this. What? You yeah, just, exactly. <laughs> that is the problem with some dating shows. They go so young, and you're like, she's 22. Like, please. And they please. always say that shit. Like, I've just struggled so hard in my relationships. What? The one relationship you had? <laughs> one relationship. Oh, dating like, so hard. That I know. One like, you tried, like, <laughs> Try 37 years of dating. Let's say like you and me were like in our late 30s and it's like, I will kill all of you. Yeah, let's fucking talk. But okay, I should be on the fucking Golden Bachelor at this point. I know. We're getting there, babes. <laughs> um. Anyway, so that's the alleged gossip there. But uh, oh boy, I uh, will see you at the January 4th. And uh <laughs> So do you think that you would like Leslie to be the next one? I mean, obviously, I think it'll be her, but um, are you, you know? I'm fine with that. I feel like because she has a lot of energy, she'll be a good time. She'll be a great golden bachelorette. 
Um, and I think, again, she, fool, she not fooled me, but she got me with she's never been chosen. It would be nice to see Leslie in control mm-hmm. of a situation for once. Mm-hmm. Maybe if she is in that position, she'll be like, oh, this is what Gary was going through. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I can, I mean, at the end of the day, Gary is a man and he probably was like, ooh, all these. Gary was tonguing everyone down. He was kissing everybody. Let's just be clear. Gary was outside. So now she'll be like, if she gets a lot of good looking older men, she'll be like, oh shit, it's a smorgasbord. And I guess we just have to really readjust our expectations. I've been saying on the podcast that uh, it's scary to me to think that they're going to have to find 20 decent boomer men who are ready for a marriage again, um, for whatever reason, either they're widowed or they're divorced. You know, you look at Leslie's a great example. And then Teresa's a great example. So if Teresa was a man, you're like, okay, great. He's widowed and he's ready to go again. You look at, you look at um, Leslie as a man. You're like, oh, so you were a part of a divorce earlier. What was the reason? Were you the reason? You start to wonder, you're like, it's probably you that were the, was the reason. Wasn't she the one that dated Prince too? She had, yes. that was back, part yeah. of her backstory and she was a dancer. Yeah. That's what I was like. She'll be interesting as the bachelorette, but to your point, yeah, if her if her resume came through and she was a man, I'd be like, "Ooh, you dated Prince, like, or like someone famous, right?" Yeah. Like, "Oh, you dated Madonna in the eighties? Okay, what are you doing here?" You know what I mean? Well, it's just like so. I don't know, and it's not that. I mean, I'm divorced, so like, I wouldn't want to be judged by that. I'm not saying yeah. that, but you know, like, it's just more of like eh, you just start to wonder, and you're like, "Is there gonna be enough men who are gonna be like whatever?" But I guess. This is almost a godsend that this all happened because now I can just get, I can let go of that. Yeah. I need to not, <laughs> I need to not care if they're good. I just need to care if they're good for Leslie. Good like, for Leslie. And like, none of them have like a history of doing blackface or anything crazy. You'll find <laughs> domestic violence. You know what I mean? It's men. You cannot rule a thing out. But that's how it is on the main season. So I guess yeah. I should just shut the fuck up and be happy and <laughs> yes, say thank I, you. <laughs> well, I think what it too, it dispels this re- thinking that older people or old people, boomers, whatever, are these sweet little innocent things. Like they have lived a life. Like they're just people who happen to have aged. They're just, it's Scott Disick, but just at 80. Like, can you imagine meeting an 80 year old? Oh, he's so cute. And he's so funny. And then I'm like, yeah, he shoved a hundred dollar bill in a waiter's mouth the other oh never mind like I feel like that can be like Gary or whoever so we just have to keep in mind that these people have a past that's a really good point that's like so that's like really great representation Natalie like it's good to remember (laughs) that like just because you're old does not mean you didn't do fuck shit you didn't do fuck shit like oh my like even our own parent like obviously my dad I have a dad and stuff like that but I've never asked my dad for you Thank you. I've never asked my dad, like, so how many women did you like fuck over before you married mom? You know what I mean? Because, you know, you know, just inherently there's some woman out there that still tells a story about you. Like, oh, this one time this man hurt me so bad. You know what I'm saying? We all have a story about some all hetero, well, hetero and bisexual, whatever you all people that date men have a story. That's what I want to say. No, so true. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you deserve compensation. Yeah. <laughs> like you, you deserve financial compensation for dating a man. Uh, real wowie. Well, that was, it's, uh, what a season y'all. And I'm sure there'll be more to, to talk about. And 
I'll be back to recap the uh, live wedding. The wedding of the year. Wedding of the year. The the royal couple. Um, <laughs> this is our this is our royal wedding and uh, in Bachelor Nation, and I'm excited to see who will be there and uh, all of that bullshit. Invite Leslie, you cowards. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god. <laughs> Let Leslie be a bridesmaid. <laughs> okay, I want to know how much they paid Faith. So Faith posted today uh, a congratulations story. What? Please tell me that was promo. Like like you said, secret paid promo, because that's like, a little much. Like she tagged Golden Bachelor and Golden Gary, and she's like, congrats. And it was like a cute photo of Teresa and him. And I was like, mm, why are we doing this? this is, but then yeah. again, this is boomers. So I don't know yeah. if they understand yeah. what's happening. No, I love it. I so like much. Leslie uh, giving Gary the photo album. We forgot to touch on that. That that was an awkward moment because she's all into it. And I kept the card. And da, da, da. he's like, oh, wow. <laughs> And then, like, literally two minutes later, it was like, um... We need to talk. <laughs> this uh, shitty craft made yeah. me realize that you're not my wife after her. <laughs> There's the nail in the coffin. That just confirmed it for me. You're not the one. You're not the one. You are not the one. So, uh, yeah, I will be interested to see how many of... The, I, I think a lot of the women from the season will be at this wedding. Absolutely. They will pay them to be there. And... Um, <laughs> It will be fucking amazing. So oh, I'm excited. Absolutely. And maybe one of the women will uh, interrupt it. Um, I object. Oh my God, so good. Oh, thank you so much, Natalie, for coming on and doing this with me. Thank you for having me. This was so fun. I love talking about this. Love it. Um, let's plug all your shit. So you've been killing it on TikTok. I love your little breakdowns. Yeah. If you're interested in just like general pop culture shit, uh, not to, uh, not Kardashians barely at all, because you do all of that on your yeah. podcast, and then you have a uh, you have like a subscription um blog that you do. Substack. Subject, thank you. A recap and so good. Uh, but yeah, what's your, what's happening on your TikTok? Give us the handle and so the handle on all my shit is at Natalie the Hero, and the TikTok is just pop culture where I can just be so free from talking about Kardashian stuff all the time. But I do it every now and then. Mm -hmm. And so follow me there. And then Nori's Black Book and Nori's Black Book on Instagram. I have a Twitter, but I don't use it that much anymore. And as like she was saying, Substack, if you want to read the longer version. And then Say Bible Podcast, we're going to have our season finale next week because it's season finale. You can catch up on episodes if you still watch that show or if you're still interested. I completely understand if you're like if you've fallen off. But I don't watch anymore. I probably haven't watched for like I watched the first I tried to watch half. The, I watched half of the first Hulu season, yeah. um, but I listened to every episode because like, okay. I know what's ha like, I'm like, I know what's going to happen and you guys recap it. So it's like, to me, it's perfect. And uh, people, it, this, it's great because you guys, you, you call yourself the Kardashian conflicted because it's two fans who have been fans forever, but can talk shit and also just like, also, but like give them credit where credit is due. Period. And I really love that because the sexism that happens, the misogyny that happens with this family is so unwarranted. Like we can hate them for a lot of other valid reasons, but we don't need to be like slut shaming them and doing all this bullshit. And right. that's the kind of vibe that's over there. So check it yeah, out. There's a lot of things to critique about that don't have misogyny or sexism or, you know, 
any of that shit going on because they 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 fuck up a lot <laughs> yeah it's like they really give us like a whole platter of other reasons to talk shit you know yeah i was still like i when the episode chloe was saying i didn't she didn't want to do a podcast because she doesn't have a team da, da, da. i'm like it's very clear you guys don't have a team because the stuff y'all do it's clearly you don't run it by anybody you just go and do it and it's like no but i find it interesting it's interesting as famous as they are that they do not uh, carry themselves or uh treat themselves like celebrities like they've just got like tracy over there proofreading stuff and it's like oh it looks good post it <laughs> you know what I mean? it's like get a fucking team get a real professional publicist and not your mom like right not chris is drunk half the time yeah and checked out and getting her back blown out by your fucking Corey, <laughs> or getting knee surgery every other day like just signing you up from stuff and abandoning you just get a real team i don't understand that over there it's very i mean like for god's sake tristan's taking the kids to school why don't y'all have people that take the kids to school why do you need this random man so it's just it's interesting in that respect yeah father of the year um (laughs) love it well y'all yeah so make sure you follow natalie over all there and um we we did it y'all we made it through another season and we did it joe and uh thank you all so much again as usual follow me and take our pod on tiktok and on the instagram where i make lots of silly memes and if you are having a good time make a little drop a little review it makes my ego feel good i need it so badly desperately um and until then well next week i'll talk to you guys about next week anyway love you bye thank you for listening to date card pod make sure you're following the podcast on all of the social media platforms on instagram and tiktok it is at date card pod on twitter it's at date card podcast and you can email me at datecardthepodcast at gmail.com this podcast is hosted and produced by myself jenna vesper and you can find me on at jenna with a smile on instagram and check out all my other fun projects i have thank you so much to michaela jane for our amazing artwork and find her at michaelajane.com and a huge thank you to jed overly for our theme music you can find him on instagram at jettyboyjames if you're loving the podcast make sure you share it with a friend share it with your boss share it with your mom maybe an enemy i don't really care as long as you share it okay and maybe leave a review okay thank you bye Hello, and welcome to the ad for Afternoonified. The ad where we try to convince you to listen to our show. I'm Sarah. And I'm Emily. We hope you like mummies, weird religions, cheese, historical figures, dicks, religion, and like a lot of other stuff. Did it work? Are you going to listen? Emily, they can't hear you. They're like pressing the skip button right now. Oh. For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This, this is as above, so below.